3: Live Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on Vsin Prime Time.
4: Hour number two of Vsin Prime Time, presented by BetMGM, alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King. I am Tim Murray. The first installment of the College Football Playoff rankings about to be unveiled. We have Maxin about to kick off as the first game up, Ball State and Kent State, where Kent State is laying seven. And then later on this evening, or later on this hour, I should say, Buffalo and Ohio. So that is on the football front. But we do have game three of the World Series Tonight a little under a little over I should say an hour away and uh, to talk about it former major league pitcher joined us in studio last week to preview the World Series and he joins us right now and uh, a contributor here to Vison as well Josh Towers joins us All right Josh uh, we'll keep it simple uh, rain out I- I'm just curious so now 2 days off in a row does this affect anybody heading into tonight that we had the game off and then the rain out yesterday, so we've had two consecutive days off for Houston and Philly.
5: Yeah, what's up, Tim? What's up, Sean? What's up, uh, Yeah, I think it affects Noah Syndergaard. <laughs> I, think, I think Noah's going to be watching the bench, uh, maybe in the bullpen. Imagine if they try to use Noah out of the pen, too, because they uh, they bumped him and put Richard Suarez back in. Um And I'm serious about that. Like, right, I don't know what they're doing with Nova, but if he's cleared up and in the bullpen and there's a possibility of them using him out of the pen, uh, I I wouldn't think that that would be a good thing. And it makes me a little nervous, too. I mean, Suarez has been good, but, I mean, let's be real, his last two outings have been out of the bullpen. He has nine innings and four appearances this postseason. So uh, I don't know what they're doing, but is there a piggyback situation going on here? Because I don't think that would bode well for the Phillies at all.
6: Uh, My question, Josh, is talk me through – the decision-making process in Game One to bring Ranger Suarez in late in that game—I think he only faced two, maybe three batters. How does that play in his mind as he gets this start in Game Three?
5: That, Sean, that's the thing, man. It's completely different, right? Like he's he's coming in in a matchup play situation to get a couple lefties out. I'm imagining he probably faced um, Alvarez that situation, and now he's going from here's my best stuff. I'm just trying to get you out. I might get a couple hitters to, and I'm trying to pull up what he did real quick, to, um, yeah, two-thirds of an inning to one hit, and then the two-thirds of an inning previously, right? So now he's going from just matchup play and get out a couple lefties in situational baseball to now he's got to start a game, and I'm trying to figure out how to get you out for for sure, two at-bats, potentially into that third at-bat, but then will they even let him go that far? The whole situation of all of this is, it's just they're going to be in that pen a lot earlier than they want to because even if Suarez is doing well, I don't think they're going to long-leash him because of what they've done. so I, I, it, It's tougher for him in this situation. Does he go back to trying to get one or two pitch outs, or does he go back to trying to punch you out? Because that's the mindset of a reliever. It's I don't know, man. I just, I'm kind of nervous about it. The kid's been great, Sean, but I'm a little bit nervous about the situation.
4: We're chatting with uh, former Major League pitcher uh, Josh Towers, uh, contributor to Vison as well, as we get ready for Game 3 of the World Series tonight's series, even at one game apiece. Uh, before we even keep diving in uh, right now, you're looking at a total of eight or seven and a half, depending on what side you like and uh, about consensus minus 120. the Astros, a slight favorite tonight with McCullers on the Hill. And as uh, Sean alluded to Suarez going for Philadelphia, a uh, side or total Josh, anything jump out to you heading
5: into tonight? Yeah, I mean, I'll be on Houston for sure. Uh, again, I just think that, I think the line should be slightly bigger, but I understand. I mean, it's, it's back in Philly. The fans are, are going to be rowdy, which is awesome. Uh, if you've ever played in Philadelphia, it doesn't really bother you because it, 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 it comes with the territory, but it's also <laughs> fun. Um, and listen, McCullers, he's had two postseason starts, right? They, they've both been on the road. He looked really, really good in Seattle. And then he gave up three earned rounds in five innings versus the Yankees. But, honestly, that's par for the course at Yankee Stadium. There's no foul territory. It's, it's it's massively different as well. So he, And that's the other thing about Lance is he's got, what, I'm going to guess 70 career postseason innings or something like that. Like, he's been down this road. He'll be a little bit more calm in this situation. He's He's heard the loud barks and noises of Dodger Stadium and anywhere else. So, I don't know. I just think the line should have been slightly higher. I understand why it's not. And so I think it's doing us a favor. And let's be honest, Houston would, would be up 2 nothing if it wasn't for, you know, an unexpected five-run blow, which they don't do too often. So I, I like Houston.
6: I actually have World Series MVP plays on J. Pena and Altuve. Now, Altuve finally looks like he got out of this playoff-long slump in game two, went three for four. Do any one of these guys have a shot, or is Kyle Tucker's uh, game one two home runs, or oh game one or two, whatever? Is that too much to overcome?
5: Mm, I don't think it's been uh, I don't think it's been established yet, right? I don't I don't think we know who the MVP is. Obviously, it's going to come off the winning team. Um, Bregman's doing some pretty cool things, isn't he? He's got three home runs, so I think that he might be leading that charge currently. If it were the Astros that play in all this. Um, and obviously Harper's doing his thing too, but, um, I, I like Peyton. I think it's a fun play. I think Bregman's a watch
4: though. Chat once again with Josh Towers, as we do have game three of the World Series tonight, total of seven and a half or eight, depending on where you look, uh, Josh, uh, looking at the Astros. All right, Josh, let's flip it. Uh, if the Phillies are to win this series and know uh, you came in studio, we, we broke it down for a couple segments and you ultimately said just top to bottom, it's just, it's really hard to overcome just the talent that is there for Houston. I know they've been a team that you've been uh, high on, rightfully so, for quite some time. If the Phillies are to win this series, does it start in these three games? I mean, I know a couple years ago, the the oddity of that Houston-Washington series, every road team won. But in your opinion, how vital is it, or maybe it isn't, uh, for Philly to take some games here in Philadelphia?
5: Yeah, of course. They, I mean, they have to take two of them, right? Yeah, I mean it's it's just impossible to not. They're not they're not going to go back to Houston and, and sweep two there. They have they have to take. I mean, <laughs> perfect will just take all three and call it a day. Um, he, in Philadelphia, I don't know if they know it yet. I, I mean, obviously they believe that they should be here, right? And why why wouldn't they? They they are the best team in the National League. They they should be here. Um, they believe that, and so. I hope that doesn't distract them from being realistic about the comparisons of the two teams and what's going on and how you need to match up play. I think, I think honestly, they need to do something to kind of like, like hit and run right out of the gate. They need to steal right out. They need to do something that like is unexpected out of this team that kind of gets Houston thinking a little bit like, what's going on here? Hold on a second. Uh, they can't just play straight-up baseball for nine innings and think they're going to win the World Series. I just don't think on paper they match up, and I don't think on the field they match up.
6: Josh, uh, the game's going to first pitch about 5.03 tonight, Pacific time. As we watch the early parts and pieces of this game, if I'm looking to end game, the live bet something, give me a couple things maybe I should be looking for that could foreshadow how this is going to play out.
5: Yeah, Rangers is pitch count getting up really quick. Noah Syndergaard warming up in the bullpen. Any of those things, if you see that quick. Like, listen, what are you going to do? Like, you got Sir Anthony Dominguez, who's been fantastic, right? I need him to pitch in the seventh, per se, eighth inning, let's say. If I start seeing these guys get up too early, like, let's say Sir Anthony Dominguez is getting up in the bullpen for the Phillies in the fifth inning, there's going to be nobody to close that game if they come back, and then it's going to be somebody they haven't used, right? So, I want to start paying attention to pitch counts of these guys, who's getting up in the bullpen. and that'll tell me more about who they're going to have at the back end, really on both sides. But Houston has a little bit more depth. They also have Garcia who can go multiple innings out there. So, I mean, I, I'm really curious to see – what Philadelphia is going to do today with Ranger Suarez with his pitch count, he's not going to go deep, and who is first up for them. Again, I want my my eighth, guys. I would love them to stay in the seventh, eighth, and 9 inning. I just don't know if Philadelphia is going to be able to do that. And so it, it's either early or late they were going to, they're going to get in trouble to me.
4: He is Josh Towers. I always love his insight breaking things down when it comes to Major League Baseball. Josh, we appreciate Peace it. Up, Enjoy the game tonight.
5: Cowboys, uh, boys, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. There he is, Josh
4: Towers, uh, part of the VEASAN family, former Major League reliever, the uh, the college football playoff rankings and starter, uh, more so starter than reliever. Yeah.
6: It's amazing how one day postponement changes so much in baseball. Yeah. You know, like it completely, like, reorganizes, like, the thought process from who's going to pitch when, how long, so we'll see. I rode with the Astros tonight just because they've mashed left handed pitching this year. So Lance McCullers and you we trust.
4: By the way, Sean, the uh the rankings are being revealed as we speak right now uh for the college football playoff. And once again, I I I get it. It's a television show and it
6: matters. But I'll say this. With the way that they currently decide who makes a college football playoff, this matters. Your two lane greenway is the 19, highest baby. ranked yeah. group of five
4: team right now. And boy is that win over Kansas State, who is number thirteen. Yeah. Ooh, man. Don't stop. Get it. Get it. It is uh it is pretty darn impressive. So we will we're get going too. To the oh yeah. Oh yeah. If they're in a New Year's Day bowl, we're going. Absolutely. So the rankings are being revealed. We haven't gotten to the top six just yet. Um, I believe it will be Tennessee number one. Um, uh, I believe my guess, this is completely guess, is we'll we'll get the answer here shortly. Uh this is the AP poll, which uh has meaning until it doesn't. Um, interesting that
6: Oregon is ahead of USC in the initial college football playoff ranking.
4: So I was wrong as the uh as the as we're watching the playoff reveal. There's that old
6: sneaky TCU team sitting at seven and undefeated. I thought
4: Tennessee, I thought TCU would be ranked higher than Clemson. I really did. I, I thought with the way that they've played so far and Clemson struggling with Syracuse, even though Syracuse is in the rankings at number 20, I thought TCU would
6: get a little bit more love. Have I not told you that's the one aspect of this that we've got to put a loss on? I'm going to be the biggest Notre Dame fan in the country this Saturday. I, I
4: agree. I agree and we I want to talk about Notre Dame Clemson and Brad was all over Clemson um, and I understand why it's a bad matchup Syracuse great matchup Clemson not so much so we will see we will have I believe the top six when we come back we might not I don't know they like to milk this thing it is a television <laughs> show uh, but we will get you the latest on the college football playoff rankings being revealed as we speak here on v primetime
2: Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
7: Hey, guys, it's Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
3: This is V Prime Time with Tim Murray and Sean King on VCN, the sports betting network.
6: If you're a college football better, Vison that's V S I N, has a new podcast that is a must listen. The Vison College Football Betting Podcast releases three episodes every week to fully prepare you as a better. VSIN analysts, the Ginger GMs himself, Tim Murray, along with Matt Eumanns, Adam Burke, and Jonathan Von Tobel, react to lines as soon as they are released, cover midweek games, discuss line movement, and give a betting breakdown for every major game. Happening on Saturdays. Listen, download and subscribe to V That's V S I N, College Football Betting Podcast today, wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Well, it's official. We will not have a one versus two matchup, at least according to the wow. college football playoff committee. The
7: Vols getting on some love
4: Saturday. Yeah, I expected them. So this was my prediction. Uh it was Tennessee one, Georgia two. So that is clearly wrong. Michigan is five, by the way. So we will go through the rankings. We're waiting for one and two to be revealed. The two teams left Ohio State and Tennessee. I do believe it will be Tennessee one, Ohio State two now. Uh, But I'm a bit surprised uh, at a couple things here. But we'll get through the rankings here uh, as they.
6: This is interesting because of where they have Oregon ranked, Mm -hmm. that Ohio State will be in front of Georgia. Because what's Ohio State's best win? They haven't beaten anybody this ranked. Penn State. Yeah, well, they're not ranked higher than. Penn State's 15. Right, but Oregon is what, eight? Uh, Oregon is eight. Yes. Yeah, so Georgia beat Oregon on a neutral field. Smoked them. Yeah. Ohio State was down in the fourth quarter against Penn State. Mm-hmm. That's the one that surprises me that they have Ohio State in front of Georgia.
4: Yeah, so we have the rankings. Uh, we will get you a graphic here in just a moment. Uh, Devin Walker from uh, MTV's The Challenge. We will chat with him here coming up momentarily, but uh, let's run through it real quickly. Uh, we'll go from 25 to 1, um, and just uh, if you have any thoughts, fire away. But UCF does reach the top 25. Uh, they sit at number 25. Texas at 24, the only three-loss team in the rankings. Oklahoma State 23, NC State 22, Wake Forest Sitting there at twenty-one, hey, who, up at 19, loss. Who, who at
6: nineteen? Just, just tell me who at nineteen. Say it for me one time.
4: Okay, can I tell who's twenty? That don't, don't matter. Syracuse is twenty. Sean's alma mater, <laughs> Tulane, the highest-ranked group of five team. Yes, sitting there at number nineteen. So, if the season to ended today, of course it won't. But if it were, Tulane would be heading to a New Year's Six Bowl for the first time yeah. in Who's 19
6: years. again? Let me hear it one more time. Who's the uh, 19? The in 2 the, uh, Tulane Okay. Greenway. There we go. There uh, we go.
4: 18th is, number, uh, uh, is uh, Oklahoma State. 17 is North Carolina. 16 is Illinois. Penn State coming in at number 15 with losses to Michigan and Ohio State on their resume. Utah at 14. Kansas State at 13. Who Tulane beat, by the way. Uh, UCLA at 12. Ole Miss at 11, and then get to the top 10, which means we will have a top 10 showdown this week, Sean. Number 10, LSU. USC coming in at number 9, with their loan loss being to Utah by one point on the road. Oregon sits at number 8, with their loan loss coming at the hands of Georgia to open up the season 49-3. Unbeaten TCU, the lowest ranked, Undefeated team sitting there at number seven, while number six Alabama, the highest-ranked one-loss team. This one surprised me, but then, and we'll you know hear from the committee chair in just a moment and his uh, his thoughts. But I'm not all that surprised to see that Michigan was dinged because of their non-conference schedule, playing the likes of UConn, uh, Colorado State, and Hawaii. So they are sitting at number five. Your top four. Clemson, number four, which surprises me. I thought they would be the lowest-ranked undefeated team. Georgia, number three. Ohio State, number two. And Tennessee, number one team in the country, according to the College Football Playoff
6: Committee. Uh, Let me just say this now because I like being first. I like being ahead of the curve. Here's a team that's going to upset the apple cart. Mm -hmm. They reside in Champaign, Illinois. What are they doing? They're going to beat Michigan. No, they're not. I'm just telling Cigar you. Cigar bet. We'll get it when, we, when the game happens. We'll, we'll get it. They've given up 71 points in eight games. Congratulations. That's the, least amount, that's the least amount of any Power 5 school What's in the What's their best country. win? I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm not sitting here saying they're the most talented team. I'm just looking at how the apple cart gets upset. It's not happening. Terrible loss to Indiana. Yeah. Terrible. For people who have the
4: under for Indiana as well, like I do. Um, By the way, they're showing the graphics right now, and Georgia, uh, the reason I guess they are number three would be that they have the 75th strength of schedule and fifth strength of resume.
6: The problem with that is Ohio State's sitting there with the 52nd. And Georgia's win over Oregon, a demolishing, was it forty nine forty nine to three. Three is mm-hmm. better than anything Ohio State's done. I and agree. Ohio State has only left Columbus, what, once all year? Twice. Yeah, so I mean they're scheduled. I mean if you don't talk about schedules, I mean I, that thing is set up I don't, immaculately for Ryan Day.
4: And, and, and look, a lot of this is gonna play itself out. It's a television show. Uh I just wanted to, you know, bring it across. I'm not surprised at all. I think Tennessee is rightfully so. If If the committee's going to say that it's not based off of preseason polls and all of that, then how do you not rank Tennessee number one with what they've done recently with their win over Alabama, uh, with their dominating victory over Kentucky, their dominating victory over top 10 LSU? People forget they beat LSU by 27 points. Yeah. They are deserving. They are absolutely deserving of the number one ranking.
6: And uh, we'll see. I have a new favorite team, by the way. Who's that? TCU. Yeah. I want TCU to go undefeated. It's not going to happen, but it, might, it can. I mean, it's, they've gotten to eight with no losses. They get t- a tricky Texas Tech team, but they get them in Fort Worth. I'm just telling I want TCU to go undefeated because I want this committee to look them in their eyes and tell them that the Big 12 champion is not going to college football playoff. I mean, there's a scenario that happens. I know. That's why I just, this is a predicament I want them to be in. I don't think it's going to happen. I like chaos. I know. Going to play
4: out? Let's go, Sonny Dykes. By the way, I want to bring back the graphic real quickly of uh, of letdown and look-ahead spots because we, we talked about the letdown spots. TCU, this is a fascinating spot. Um, we talked about it uh, with the V-CIN College Football Betting Podcast. TCU, and I faded them last week, and congratulations. <laughs> never in doubt uh, to cover that one. <laughs> And, you know, Texas Tech last week, Sean, got hammered. And they don't know what they're doing right now at the quarterback situation. What's up is, you know, down. What's left is right. I mean, they don't know what's going on. I'm just saying, it's a tricky spot. Because next week, waiting in the wings is their former head coach, Gary Patterson. They're going on the road to Austin. It's a primetime game. And you beat Texas, Sean. The path is golden to the Big 12 championship there for TCU. They have been maybe the most surprising team in a positive way this year. You get a new head coach. And I, I just think this is it's a bit of a tricky spot. Some money has come in on Texas Tech, hovering around 9.5. Both of these teams, though, Sean, are explosive offensively. I just think this is a tricky spot well, for TCU.
6: To me, T- yeah. Here's why TCU is spot proof. Let down, look ahead, spot proof. Max Dugan, okay, twenty-two and two this year, Tim. Twenty-two touchdowns, it was thirty-four to two thirty-one, picks, and then he called sixty-seven percent completion percentage. I'm just telling you, when you have a quarterback that's in the groove like that, it's almost why I think Tennessee is let down or look ahead proof. Because Hendon Hooker's playing at such an unbelievable level. Same thing's occurring down there in Fort Worth. The top four? They find a way to make it through unscathed. The No, they don't. The But you want to take my bet? Yeah, I'll take TCU over Texas Tech this no. week. You, I'll that, give you a two for one. No. I'll take TCU no. over Texas Tech and Texas. So you get two weeks to try and upset my apple cart. And I get two times to show you Max Dugan. No,
4: I, I will give you over under 11 and a half wins. No,
6: that's a lot. Of, I mean, I, I don't want to. Max Dugan to get hurt this week. He could get hurt this week. All right, we have a graphic before we hit
4: a break here. The so top four afraid. has been revealed, and number one is Tennessee. Number two is Ohio State. Number three, Georgia. I'm a bit surprised to see Clemson there at number four. Number five is Michigan, and number six, one loss, Alabama. TCU, unbeaten TCU, is sitting there at number seven. Tennessee and Georgia obviously play each other this weekend. Alabama's already played. Tennessee, Ohio State, and Michigan will play each other the final weekend of the regular season. The only one there that really has a path of least resistance would be Clemson. They play on well, the road at Notre Dame?
6: Not if I, my boy Marcus Freeman has something to say about that.
4: Well, hopefully he figured out a way to get a new quarterback in. Yeah,
6: it looks like we should have rode with our guy Wes Reynolds, too, because, man, this under in Kent State Ball State looks golden so far. 6-0 halfway through the first quarter.
4: Yeah, I don't think that's a true mush. I think you're trying to give him a loss.
6: I'm trying to give him props.
4: By the way, TCU over under 11 and a half. Would you take that? Devin Walker from MTV's The Challenge joins us next.
3: This is V-CIN Prime Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on vSIND, the sports betting network.
4: Get everything vSIND has to offer for the rest of the football season for only. Sign up now and get VEASAN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl, including our Pro Picks, daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests, Pro Tools, like our exclusive betting splits, Pro Tips with actionable insight to up your betting game, deep dive daily betting reports on the NBA, NHL, and MLB playoffs, plus our upcoming college basketball, College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. Give yourself an edge. Visit vsin.com slash subscribe to get your $99 midseason special today. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. Alongside Super Bowl champ and alum of 19th ranked Tulane. Facts. And the most recent and first edition Mm -hmm. of the college football playoff. Probably Rankings? a little too low, by the way. A little too low? Yeah. Man, don't lose the Southern Miss. We bring in <laughs> our next guest from MTV's The Challenge and the podcast Bet on Devin, part of the Vegas Insider family, Devin Walker at MTV. Devin Walker, uh, make sure to check out the new episode of Ride or Dies uh, tomorrow on MTV. Mr. Walker, I'm going to read you a tweet that you put out yourself. What Uh-oh. is Derek Carr doing, LOL, hey your guy your guy you were right you know speak of ride or die you are riding and you were mostly dying with the raiders on sunday hey I, I, I had uh, we i had a rough uh, saturday myself so it happens to the best of us
3: i mean i have no explanation for what's going on in vegas it makes absolutely no sense uh devonte adams dropping what he had three drops right in his hands down the sideline catches he normally makes so I mean, Derek Carr looks like he's seeing ghosts out there. This is uh reminiscent of, I believe it was Sam Darnold in, uh, uh, for the jets <laughs> at one point where it was just like, I mean, come on, Sam, just leave, leave the game. You stink. So I, I don't know what to say about it. The Josh Jacobs gets, you know, uh, just, he can't get any help. I, I'm, I'm, I'm beside myself very, very few times in my life as a sports better. Have I been left speechless, but that tweet is all I could muster up. That was it. That's all I got.
6: So, first of all, I love the jacket. Uh, That that looks fantastic. He was looking sharp. Uh, Secondly, I was going to start the segment out with what a great call you made on the Titans. But, of course, Tim wanted to talk about your (laughs) Raiders selection. I
4: just was reading a tweet Uh, uh, that he he sent out to his 93,000 Twitter followers. He's
6: full of hate, Devin. You got to watch him. I'm not full of hate. I'll say this. I'm going to stop calling you Devin Walker for about 60 seconds, and I'm going to call you Mark Davis. What do you do with Derek Carr at the end of the year? Oh,
3: he's got to go. There is absolutely no doubt in my mind. Um, He's not the quarterback of the future there, you know, for the Vegas Raiders. He knows that. Uh, Mark knows that. This is going to be a tough decision because he has given them you know uh, several seasons of solid football but it's just not he doesn't we thought that the addition of Adams was going to give him kind of some old chemistry maybe re spark a flame there Uh, it has not it has not at all Uh, the Raiders are in in a bad way right now in a very good division in a very tough division and there's no end in sight here because Kansas City Chiefs aren't going anywhere so if you want to compete with them long term it's time to move on from the car project. Uh, I hate to say it. He's been my guy. But three times now, I have had to change my fantasy football name to Derek Carr Sucks. And I did it this weekend. <laughs> fit uh, so for the third for the third time in five years, my team name is Derek Carr Sucks. Uh, you could follow
4: Devin on Twitter, at MTVDevinWalker. Check him out on MTV's The Challenge. And also... Uh, courtesy of our friends over at Vegas Insider, the Bet on Devin podcast also uh, does video clips uh, with uh, Joe Osborne from time to time as well. All right, let's get into uh, let's get to Saturday real quick. Uh, you, you're you're picking this team up off the mat uh, because on Saturday my Irish went into the Carrier Dome or whatever the hell they call it these days and just ran it right down their throats. And now right. Syracuse is going to go on the road. Maybe they fare better there. They played pretty well down at Clemson, so they're on the road at Pitt. Uh, Pitt just got lit up themselves by UNC. Drake may slicing and dicing them. So right now it looks like three and a half or four in favor of Pitt at home. What jumps out to you in a little ACC afternoon action on Saturday?
3: Uh, so I I hopped on this line as soon as it opened. I got Syracuse plus 155 and i'm making a bet inside of a bet right now which is ridiculous but i believe garrett trader will start i believe he'll play i believe he'll start i don't think he's been ruled out i'm certainly hoping not if i have missed something today then you know i'm poorly informed but uh you know the second half of that game did not go syracuse's way obviously they still kept it relatively close I don't believe in Pitt as a, as a football team. I think we're talking about two different caliber teams here. Uh, so if you're going to give me value on a question mark with Garrett Trader to, to play, I'm going to take that value all day. So it is I'm betting on a quarterback and on a team, uh, which is a little dicey. I'm doing the same. I'm doing the same thing tomorrow night uh, with Northern Illinois and Rocky Lombardi. But I believe these guys are going to play. I believe these these are two tough kids that want to play. Uh, you're going to give me these teams at plus money. I'm going to take them.
6: This is an interesting spot for Syracuse because no one expected Dino Babers and Syracuse to be as good as they ended up being, and they kind of reached the pinnacle and then got refereed in the second half of the Clemson game and. Then they can't emotionally get back up. Schrader's probably banged up. Losing Notre Dame, It'll be mean, interesting from a, a attention to detail standpoint. How mature they are for mm-hmm. this road game against a, a Pittsburgh team, that, as you mentioned, is it, it, nothing you know to get all excited about. So I, I'm gonna learn a lot about the Syracuse team. Probably won't play the game, but I'll pull for you, brother. Yeah, we'll be pulling
4: for. Uh, we'll be pulling for our guy uh, Devin here and uh, his Patriots. Oh, appreciate back.
6: that.
3: Yeah. Patriots bounce back. I think, I just think the Syracuse team is a little bit more resilient than people are giving them credit for. And I think that, that, I think that number, um, you know, that underdog mentality is going to be plastered all over every available whiteboard that they have. Uh, And they're going to be letting people know that, you know, maybe your head's got a little big, you got in the top 25, you're still sitting there. If you lose to Pitt, the whole country is going to be laughing at you. So I expect a, a very solid defensive performance. And I think their offense will. I think the ground game will, will show up. I, I like Syracuse here.
4: Yeah, Sean Tucker will be pleased yeah. with the performance. He likes putting out those tweets after, uh, after his games. Devin Walker hanging with us as he always does on Tuesdays. All right, it's, it's the greatest time of the year, Devin, because Maction is upon it's us. Year. We, we got two games going on here in the studio. We got two games tomorrow. Uh, I already uh, am in gratitude to my friends from Bowling Green, because they have hit the season win total over. Uh, they are a favorite tomorrow against Western Michigan. And then you mentioned Rocky Lombardi over there at Northern Illinois. Will he be back? I think the line is telling you he probably will be as they are laying six against the chips of Central Michigan. So, uh, we always are cravings for a little mac action. What do you got for us?
3: Shout out to the Mac, all yeah. right? first of all. What an entertaining conference. Um, just, ran, just playing on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, giving the people what they want. Thank you, Mac. Uh, that's the first thing. Got to give credit where it's due. I'm a big Rocky Lombardi guy. Uh, I bet on him a lot last season. And when he went down, I was just heartbroken because with a name like that, and an attitude and he's got the hair the kids a gunslinger i mean he's everything i like in a college football quarterback so uh if if as we've kind of determined here the line is any indicator he will be playing uh i believe that that puts them over the top so it's it's a two-team moneyline parlay with me and with some action. I'm going to take your Bowling Green team at home. I'm going to pair them with Rocky Lombardi in Northern Illinois, also at home, and just uh, expect the home favorites in the MAC to take care of business here. I believe they're both better teams. Uh, if Rocky Lombardi plays, they should win that game handily. So it's a two it's a two-way moneyline parlay for your boy. It's going to get you somewhere between plus one ten plus one twenty. You no, know, I like those plus money bets, gentlemen.
6: Every year around this time, I have nightmares about DeCab, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> I was a broadcaster, and I've never been colder in my life, Devin. I had to call NIU versus Central Michigan, and <laughs> I still have not fully recovered from what I went through yep. for those three hours, calling that football game. So good luck to all those that live in or around DeCab, Illinois. <laughs>
3: Well, <laughs> it's a legitimate home field advantage. We, we must say that. <laughs> it's freezing.
4: Wherever the hell you were for the challenge, it looks like that was frigidly cold, by the way. Where, wherever you guys, where were you guys for the uh, this season? That was cold. Turns
3: out Argentina
4: gets pretty cold.
3: <laughs> uh, I was gonna, like going to Argentina, I was like, lit. Uh, this is gonna be great. I had like four Speedos in my suitcase. Yeah, no, didn't uh didn't wear those. Um <laughs> Iceland's probably the only place we filmed that's colder than that and it's got ice in the name. So that's true. Yeah, it's it chilly.
4: All right, before we let you run, we're chatting with Devin Walker. Let's get to the NFL. Uh, why not keep rolling with Gino, man? If you're
3: going to give me the Seahawks a plus money, I'm going to take it. I mean, this is, this is, uh, this is just ridiculous to me. I don't understand it. Um, I, I tried to fade their action last week. It was rubbed right in my face per usual. Uh, I'm no longer fading Pete Carroll and Geno Smith. They've got something going there. Um, and and it was the body language for me after a locket drop touchdown. He went right over to him. He said, listen, I'm going to come right back to you. He does. They score it down the sideline. It's Geno Smith and the Seahawks money line for me, baby.
4: All right, there he is. Great stuff, D. He joins us each and every week. Let's bring home some winners. Devin, always appreciate it, man.
3: Thanks, guys. We'll see you
4: next time. From MTV's The Challenge, Devin Walker. Top three Tuesday, coming up next.
3: This is V-CIN Prime Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VCN, the Sports Betting Network.
4: BetMGM, the King of Sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM reward points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app. Featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation, planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM reward points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Got a little competition going on with v live bet tonight, the show that follows us. Yeah, this, us this is going to be interesting. From 9 to midnight each and every night, Eastern Time. That's Sean King, Super Bowl yeah. champ. Proud alum of the nineteenth ranked Tulane Green Wave and the first installment of the college football playoff rankings. Mm-hmm. I am Tim Murray. So yeah, we gotta work this thing out. Because we're trying to do a rollover, which makes sense. Right. But if we're doing it through all these games and you go seventeen games and then your streak ends. Do you get credit for the peak of your streak?
6: Yeah, I think whatever your top amount was okay. when you lose then All you right. get the credit for that. All right. Yeah. So it's That's it's, fine. It's your peak. Like I'm gonna literally be using real money as well. So by the way, so far tonight, everybody looks good except Femi. Femi went to who? Ball State money line. Yeah, ball state stinks. And unless uh But he's got the code to the uh Kent State locker room at halftime. Well, it's gonna need a miracle.
4: Femi went with the uh with the aggressive route, which is the, the 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 biggest uh money
6: line. You don't have tonight. to be right as much if you're taking that approach. That's true. You don't? But I think he had bad information. Because there was a report out there that Schley, the quarterback from Kent State, was a game time decision and was not likely to play. So like uh Brad Powers said, if you're looking for Injury information from a conference, the MAC is probably at the bottom of the totem pole as far as trustable information. So, v some pro tip, make sure you do your research, know who's available, who's not available, anytime you want to make a wager.
4: Your updated World Series Game 3 line at BetMGM right now, Astros minus 125, Lance McCullers will be the starter on the hill. Uh, Suarez will start for the Phillies, plus 105, over-under set at eight, even money to the over at BetMGM, minus 120 to the under. First pitch coming up uh, just a little after the top of the hour. We do have Maction, as mentioned, going on right now. Ohio strikes first against Buffalo, both Sean and I, and producer of Sin Live Bet tonight, Aaron Oster, have the over in that game at 60-and-a-half. Uh, our producer, producer Britton, is on Buffalo minus the two. And uh, Wes is on the under in the Ball State-Kent State game, which I believe is uh, 13 to nothing early second quarter between the flashes, the golden flashes. And also for those,
6: you, those of you that want to wager for on some games that have not started, I took the Astros tonight in game three. Of the World Series, and I also like the Calgary Flames puck line at home. I think that game, the puck drops around 6 p.m. Pacific, if I'm not mistaken. They have the Seattle Kraken in town. I like the Flames in this spot. Great home environment there in Calgary. So,
4: if you missed it, the first installment of the college football playoff rankings are out. Does it mean a ton towards the gambling lines? Not necessarily. However, if you take a look at how the committee is looking at teams a couple weeks ago i said you should place a bet on clemson to make the playoff because i did not see a loss coming and they are actually thought of pretty highly here by the committee at number 4 ahead of michigan ahead of tcu as well which uh you know clemson does have wins over wake forest and syracuse 21st and 20th and tcu has wins over uh Have they beat Kansas State yet? They beat Kansas State when they had the third-string quarterback in, and uh, they also beat Oklahoma State in double overtime. So TCU may be getting a little, uh, not a lot of love, but uh, we will see still plenty of time to play it all out. It is a top three Tuesday, and with college football rankings being revealed today, we are going Heisman Trophy odds at BetMGM as our top three Tuesday. So would you like to start us off here, Mr. King?
6: Uh, Yes. And uh, to put some context on my selections, uh, I was looking for value. Sure. I mean, obviously Hendon Hooker, if the Heisman was voted on today, probably would win it. Uh, C.J. Stroud probably would come in second. I eliminate both of those two quarterbacks because I don't think there's value there. However, I do think there's value with J.J. McCarthy, sitting at 250 to 1. And hear me out. They still have to play Illinois, who's in the top 20 in the college football playoff initial rankings. They also still have a game at Ohio State, who is number two in the initial college football playoff rankings. So I think J.J. has two high-profile games that will allow him an opportunity, if he plays at a high level, and he's the reason Michigan wins, to catapult himself into this discussion. And all of this has to do with C.J. Stroud losing this with... Take care of that, and Hendon Hooker losing, which is a possibility. So I like JJ McCarthy two hundred fifty to one. I think that's great value, uh, great odds on something that may not seem logical or most likely as we sit, but it's possible.
4: Um, I, look, it's not going to happen. However, if it does happen, I'm going to be the happiest guy here because I have a two hundred to one ticket on JJ McCarthy, and I'm going to
6: get two fifty. So. so I'm going to beat you by fifty. <laughs> well,
4: good luck. You also, when I put this up, I don't know, two months ago, you laughed and said, I had a backup quarterback on the list. And now, at the time, he was. I knew he would become the starter. I had good information. But you
6: could have waited to now and got 250 instead of 200. He's also played
4: worse, and that's why he's not on my list. Caleb Williams, number three
6: for me. So you're going to try and mock the fact that I got someone at better value than you did? I don't think it's better value because I think J.J. McCarthy has absolutely zero chance to win a Heisman Trophy. if he plays great against Illinois, great against Ohio oh. State, great in the Big Ten Championship, who knows? Yeah,
4: bips and butts or candy and butts. Well, I'm just buts. saying, I
6: got him at 250, you got him at 200. Congratulations. Crown me. Yeah. Closing can, line king. Yeah, you can. we can
4: make our bonfire together of J.J. <laughs> McCarthy-Heisman odds. Uh, you say we got fuel? Caleb Williams at fourteen to (laughs) one. Do I think that USC will run the table? Absolutely not. But if they do, for some reason, I think Caleb Williams has got an opportunity. If they win out, which would include a win in the Pac-12 Championship over Oregon, a win over UCLA, who is newly minted in these rankings in the top twenty, top uh, top fifteen, number twelve. Caleb Williams is putting up huge numbers. Uh, He's he's a dynamic quarterback. And uh, he's got a lot of opportunities ahead of him at 14 to one. So I don't think with that defense and their stellar performance against Arizona last week uh, that they have a chance to run the table. However, I think Caleb Williams at 14 to one is an intriguing bet with those current odds.
6: I'm not going to disagree. He's averaging almost 300 yards a game passes, throwing 24 touchdowns, only one pick. He has a shot. Uh, Stetson Bennett, this is a long shot play for me. How he has lower odds than J.J. McCarthy, I have no idea. But Hendon Hooker and Tennessee come to Athens this upcoming Saturday. If Stetson Bennett outplays Hendon Hooker, then outplays Bryce Young in the SEC Championship, I'm telling you, Stetson Bennett could be a dark horse. All right, number
4: two for me, Bryce Young. They got a chance, man. They have a chance to win the SEC still. They have a game at Death Valley on Saturday, a game at Ole Miss, where College Game Day likely will be in Oxford. And if they win those two games, they will be in the SEC Championship against either Georgia or Tennessee. And he is the magic man. So at thirty-three to one, I once again, do I think Alabama will run the table? No, I think they'll lose in the SEC Championship. However, if they go twelve and one. Bryce Young at 33-1 has got a chance because if they go 12-1, it's because of that guy.
6: My best value on the board at number one on potential Heisman plays as we sit right now is Bryce Young from the University of Alabama, the defending Heisman Trophy winner for all the reasons that Tim just said, but also because he's actually really the best player in the country. And without him, I think Alabama already has multiple losses, not just the one close one that they can say and blame on the field goal kicker down in Knoxville. So I think 33-1 is great value. We'll see.
4: My number one is C.J. Stroud. I'll make it quick. If Ohio State, which they will, goes undefeated, he will be in New York. If Hendon Hooker and Tennessee lose on Saturday, which I believe they will, C.J. Stroud will return to the odds-on favor to win the Heisman Trophy. If Tennessee loses to Georgia... As an eight-point underdog, they will not be playing in the SEC Championship. Ahead of CJ Stroud, you still have the game against Michigan. Then the Big Ten Championship at plus 175. I do think it is worth a look. The reason Hendon Hooker, Sean, is not on this list is because if you like Hendon Hooker to win the Heisman Trophy, they have to win on Saturday. So what you should do instead of taking even money, take them plus 250 on the money line to beat Georgia. It's VC and Pride Time.
2: If you dare.